Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Internet Marketing. to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.co.uk. This is Internet Marketing. Now, before we start today, a bit of shameless self-promotion because Site Visibility has recently published the Ultimate Content Promotion Guide. It's their most comprehensive guide to date, and in it, they break down all of the content promotion tactics, tricks, and tools you'll ever need to help you achieve content marketing success. You can download the guide plus a handy printable content promotion checklist for free by going to bitly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash ultimate dash content or ultimate hyphen content. Same thing, really. Now, today I'm joined by Oliver Brett, SEO manager at Screaming Frog in Oxfordshire in the UK. Oliver, how are you? Very well, thank you. How are you doing? Uh, I think I'm doing fine. Oxfordshire, that's, that's, that's reasonably close to me i say reasonably close i've been speaking to a lot of people from north america so compared to north america oxfordshire is literally on my doorstep although i'm in brighton what's the weather doing up there the weather is currently cloudy and depressing as always i'm glad Um, because it's it's equally depressing down here we've got this big blob of cloud coming over from the north sea but never mind i think i'm looking at the same blob as you yes it's a massive blob it's big enough to fit over oxfordshire and brighton right tell us about yourself and screaming frog well, uh, I suppose my sort of journey into SEO started as I just finished university. And uh, as a history graduate, I'd chosen history because basically I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And that continued after I finished university as well. So I was sort of looking around for jobs in my local town. And there was this job offering from a company called Screaming Frog, ah. which is obviously a very weird name for an agency. But uh they were offering an SEO uh, executive role and uh, took that up because mostly because it was sort of 20 minute walk from my house, which I've since distilled down into a five minute bike ride. Uh, and four years later, I'm still here, sort of still working on uh, SEO campaigns and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's been really good fun. And what time is Screaming Og, oh, Screaming Og, Screaming Frog even? <laughs> that would be a good name, wouldn't it? Is Screaming Frog a fairly typical agency or do they sort of specialise in certain things? Uh, I think so. We've got a bag full of uh, bean bags, just like everybody else. Um, <laughs> I think I suppose we're most famous for our software, which is obviously the Spider tool, which everyone's heard of. Um, yeah. That's mostly for technical SEOs. But Screaming Frog actually started out as a just a normal SEO agency, and it was only after we encountered lots of technical issues with crawling websites that we decided to 
create that tool and then eventually uh, put it on the market. And now that's become the sort of main thing people associate with the brand. But mm. first and foremost, we're still uh, just an SEO agency like everybody else offering sort of campaigns and working on client campaigns and stuff like that. We also offer PPC, but nobody's really heard of our PPC team, but they do exist. <laughs> now, uh, you did a talk, I think it was, was it, where are you, a couple of months ago, April, no, last month at uh, Brighton SEO, if I'm not mistaken, uh, entitled How to Make Fake News for Links, which I want to talk about today. Now, before we get into that, I, I, there's a massive sort of um, mammoth in the room. I was, I was going to say elephant, but this is a bit of a mammoth because this whole notion of, uh, of fake news has got, has, you know, it's, it's had a lot of bad press and probably quite rightly so recently. Um, about sort of undermining democracy, and it's just not a good thing, and people, you know, blaming various weird things going on in the world for fake news. But we're not, just to clarify, so our audience doesn't just switch off and go, oh, disgusting, they're talking about fake news. Just to clarify, uh, we're not quite talking about that sort of fake news, are we? No, so we're not trying to bring down the government or anything like no, that. No. Um, in my, one of my slides actually apologizes to the audience for clickbaiting them with that title. Um, I suppose the concept that I wanted to talk about Brighton was really uh, sort of lighthearted PR stunt pieces that perhaps exag exaggerated the truth, uh, might be a way of putting it, but uh, ultimately the point of them was they were all very lighthearted and funny and even though the journalist might read what we've come up with and think, oh, this is probably isn't 100% true, they'd yeah. still cover it just because it made a good story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the best way of sort of placing the stuff that we've been working on with this kind of these kind of projects is if you think about how uh, websites like the Daily Star and the Daily Mirror, they have sections on their website called Weird News or Also <laughs> in the News. Yeah. I think the BBC has Also in the News as well. So these are sort of stories that... People want to read because they're interesting and they're funny, but they're not necessarily as serious as uh, as more serious sort of data-driven PR -y pieces. Yeah, I like the sound of of humour, um, and we'll come on to a couple of examples later. So, um, just briefly, for those who weren't at Brighton SEO, what would be a, like a three-point synopsis of what you talked about there in your how to how to make fake news for links talk? Uh, so I guess I started by discussing me and my team photographing each other in the Weatherspoons urinals. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> this was one of the pieces that we were working on. Uh, and then I sort of explained why we were sort of in the urinals in Weatherspoons and uh, how that was a piece that we'd worked on. And then from that sort of worked backwards into discussing different tactics you can use to build links from sort of old school uh, directory posting up to sort of PR and then interactive content. And from that, I made this sort of matrix graph that discussed where the like risk versus reward sweet point was. And then I discussed this link bait, fake newsy stuff that we've been working on, where that fits within the sort of spectrum of different link building techniques. And then Finally, I gave a few examples of different projects that we'd worked on and sort of showed the sort of process of how we came up with the idea and then implemented it and then the sort of outcomes of those different projects. 
Now, you, you have to tell us about this, uh, why you were standing in the uh, the loos at uh, Weatherspoons. I think it might be a good point to talk about that because it will give people an overview of the kind of thing we're talking about. Just give us an overview. I mean, the, it was called Private P, wasn't it? And And what was the sort of motive behind it and what did you actually do? Right, so I suppose to give context then, uh, it was called the Privy P. Oh, the Privy P. The Privy P, yeah. And the, the concept was we had a plumbing client. Uh, if you've ever worked with a plumbing client, they're quite tricky to come up with ideas for. And we came up with this idea that basically they were launching a, a concept uh, product that was a cape designed mm. for shy men who could use it at the urinals and they wouldn't feel so shy because they'd have this cape that would sort of protect them from the, the gaze of other men at the urinals. So <laughs> we actually got one of these produced, and uh, it was a black, velvety cape. <laughs> it had suction cups sewn to the, the sides of it. I think it's actually a shower curtain, I think was the, <laughs> how it was made. And we got, we got my colleague Dan, and we put him in this cape, and he looked like he was in Harry Potter. And... Uh, then we went to Weatherspoons and we were sort of stood at the urinals and there's there a few photos we took of him sort of looking confused at the toilet. And then he whips out this cape and he puts it on and then he suction cups it to the wall. And it sort of tells a story of the process of how it goes about that. Uh, we then took those photos, put them in a blog post and then uh, put that on the client website saying, oh, here's this serious issue and here's how we're going to solve it. And it was obviously very tongue in cheek, which mm. I think is very important for these type of projects. Um, but this piece did really, really well in terms of pickup. Uh, got on places like the Huffington Post and AOL, the Metro covered it and the Mirror. Um, it did so well that Tumblr picked it up and it became a bit of a meme for a few weeks. <laughs> and uh, pictures of Dan in this piss cape were sort of all over Tumblr. And the, the funniest thing we could find was somebody had quoted uh, 10 points to Pissendor, which, uh, <laughs> which we found quite amusing. But wasn't it picked up by the media in the States as well? Yes. So the, then the, the, the icing on the cake that sort of ruined Dan's career forever <laughs> was when the NBC Today show picked it up and they put it on their chat show for the breakfast program. <laughs> and so these American uh, sort of sleek newscaster presenters were, were sat around the table discussing these photos of Dan in the Weatherspoons toilets discussing whether or not this was like a normal thing that British people did or whether it was a new trend that was coming in. Um, so yeah, the client was obviously very pleased with all the pickup and uh, you know we got a lot of links and a lot of good coverage off the, off the back of that. But the $10,000 million question was, did it work for the plumber? Did the plumber get more traffic? I was sort of uh, only in the production of that campaign. I didn't work on the sort of analytics and stuff. Right. I'm pretty sure. I think. I think the main issue with that client was that they had a lot of a lot of dodgy links in the past, and so they're building up their profile. So I definitely think that all the links we built and all the content we got for them in terms of sort of brand awareness and stuff definitely helped them in the long run in terms of sort of building their profile back up. So yeah, yeah. I guess yes is the answer. It definitely helped. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. 
only from Rustolium. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now, the thing, I mean, the thing that made me laugh is I was looking through your slides for the Brighton SEO talk and I was I saw the slide of of your friend in the loo with his cape and then I saw the slide of uh, him suckering it to the wall and the close-up of one of the suction cups and then the next slide is a very serious posh looking American man discussing it <laughs> but this illustrates a point doesn't it because the sillier the uh the news is that the more kind of newsworthy it is the more it will get picked up won't it yeah, indeed. I'm kind of worried with the slides because there's not much context to them. So if you mm. if you look on them, it's just sort of us at the urinals. But uh, <laughs> definitely, in order to stand out, you need a sort of out there idea that will capture people's imagination and uh, connect them to that. Another good way of thinking about it is also connecting these stories to something that's happening in the media. So yeah. A good way of thinking about these pieces is obviously tying them to something topical. So a few years back, the Royal Baby, uh, the first one being born was a lot of uh, media attention around Kate and Wills and whether it was a boy or a girl. Yeah. So with one of our clients, we printed out these It's a Princess plates and It's a Prince plates. Yeah. And then when uh, Prince George arrived and it was announced that it was a boy, miraculously, we lost all of the It's a Prince plates and we only had the It's a Princess plates, which we could no longer sell. Yeah. Uh, so at that point, we then released to the media this announcement that we had several thousand It's a Princess plates that we thought the baby was going to be a girl and now we couldn't sell these plates. So that sort of story is absurd, but it also connects really well with the sort of topical hook that the journalists are craving at that moment, because obviously with such a tight news cycle these days uh, and the way that news works with SEO as well and how they need lots and lots of articles about the same topic so that they can rank well and get all the organic traffic for their news website. They need lots of content around a particular story. So if you can latch on to a particular story, that's a, that's a great way of doing it. There's another example, isn't there, about, uh, was it fake Star Wars toys? What was that one about? Yeah, so this is my, my favorite one that I worked on with my colleague Oliver Holmes. Uh, we basically, one of our clients has a massive warehouse of bankrupt stock that he acquires and then he sells it on to eBay suppliers. Yeah. And he had these fantastic Star Wars toys that were Chinese knockoff action figures that were supposed to represent these Star Wars characters that everybody recognizes, but were obviously fake and not the official ones and really dodgy. 
So if you Google uh, at the moment fake Star Wars toys, they should still rank because this piece did so well that I think like basically all the search volume for fake Star Wars toys still goes to pictures of these. So if you want to check them out, you can. Yeah. And basically what we did was we took these these toys in the boxes and uh, we photoshopped onto the boxes fake names for the figures just to make them seem even more like culturally disconnected from what they're supposed to be. Yeah. So we renamed characters like Obi-Wan Kenobi, Toby One, uh, <laughs> Qui-Gon Jinn got renamed Flygon Jinn, and then uh, the Phantom Menace, Darth Maul, we renamed him just Dennis. As in Dennis. <laughs> My favorite one of those was actually Jar Jar Binks, where we didn't change the name because there was a lot of fan hate for that character, so we just called him Jar Jar Binks. But again, that did really well. That got on places like the Metro, Daily Mail, Enemy. CNN actually wanted to fly him out to uh, come be interviewed on their show. And because these these uh, images had been kind of edited by us, he didn't want to go fly out to America and appear on the television. So he had to be like, oh, I'm kind of afraid of flying and kind of had oh, to get dear. out of it that way. It was kind of, kind of exciting at the time when one of these pieces does really well like that. So what's uh, just just to give you know our um, our listeners something sort of meaty to take out with them to think about? Let's just go over the advantages and disadvantages of, of of these types of link building activities. What would you say? What what are the good things about them? What are the advantages? Well, the the good things that I discussed in my talk about them really are that it's very easy to do one of these projects. You don't need much budget, and you can get really really great coverage which might be a lot harder to achieve with a sort of more classic content piece or sort of PR push, because essentially you need to come up with these ideas as quickly as possible when there's a breaking news trend Mm. and how you can sort of connect your client or your brand to that news trend. So there's no point in sort of spending months planning something. Uh, It needs to be sort of very quick and on the fly. Mm. You don't need much budget to do these. Um, There was one example where we had... Uh, one of our clients had um, some of the DVDs of Lance Armstrong and he had them just as the sort of scandal broke that Lance Armstrong had been had been cheating. So the, right. he had these DVDs called The Science of Lance Armstrong and uh, we said, oh, the science is clearly drugs. But um, <laughs> so we, uh, we just literally took a photo of him with the sort of 12 copies of this DVD he had behind a bunch of boxes and then we told the press that he had 7,000 of these DVDs he could no longer sell. And all it was was one photo of a guy stood with 12 DVDs. But that was enough to get on really great websites like uh, Daily Mail and stuff like that. So, yeah, basically you don't need much budget in order to do these. You just need a really good idea. And, yeah, the, the coverage you can get, I've, I've never been able to get a sort of standard infographic or press release on the television, whereas being stood in a pea cape seemed to do the trick. So, yeah, lots of advantages to doing these pieces. And there's a few things you need to just be aware of, aren't there? Things to look look out for. Yeah, indeed. So the disadvantages, uh, which I'm very open about, are firstly, you need the right client. These products aren't going to work if your client does something boring like pharmaceutical packaging or legal document checking Mm. or or something very deadly serious. Those types of clients aren't going to want to be involved with these kind of lighthearted projects. Yeah. Uh, You also need client trust. So you can't sort of approach a uh, a client with pictures of you peeing 
right at the start of the campaign and say, hey, here's me and Weatherspoons, can we put this on your website? Uh, you need that sort of trust built over working with them for a while before you can come up with the slightly zanier ideas. So you need to have established that you are sort of a competent link builder before you can come in with the crazy ideas. Yeah. You also need to be quite quick with these projects often in terms of if they're, if they're in the news, um, if there's a news story you want to attach it to. Can't be the case that if your client is one of these clients that has a web dev agency or their own web devs take three weeks to upload anything to the blog, it's, it's not going to be a project that's going to work out. And the, the other consideration you do have to make with these projects is you have to do them in moderation. This can't be the sole reason you're building links or getting coverage. You need to make sure that you're pacing yourself with these because firstly, your customers will pick up that you're trying to manipulate people. Then potentially the press will pick up on it if you're repeatedly doing these. In fact, some of our link pieces in the past, there, there was this blog of this guy who was he called himself the PR exposer yeah. and he, he had this blog where he was like recording every time he saw something in the news that was obviously like fake and made by these evil SEO marketing people. And we had great fun like reading his blog, but a few of those were in there. So we were kind of like, oh, maybe if this, this got out, people would, wouldn't trust any future pieces we were doing as much. So you've got to do them in moderation. And also there is a slight risk that potentially Google might see this as sort of uh, manipulating their algorithm and stuff. So you've got to make sure you're doing it for the right reasons and you're you're pushing it for sort of brand awareness rather than purely just for, for the backlinks. Um, so those are the sort of shortcomings of this type of work that you do have to be aware of when you're, when you're doing it. Yeah, some serious things there to think about. And one last thought, uh, perhaps a key takeaway for our audience today. Oliver, what might that be? Uh, I think the main takeaway with these pieces is that... Uh, Having something funny to say is just a valid hook as having a good story or interesting data, uh, even if you have to sort of embellish it or, or make things up in the process. I think with these pieces, there is a risk you could make them too serious and too aggressive. But as long as you're keeping it lighthearted and everyone's having fun, then uh, I suppose that's a great way to sort of get a brand out there and uh, really push it in terms of how you go about doing one of these projects, I suppose. Well, Oliver Brett, thank you so much for speaking to us. Um, how can our listeners find out more about you, more about Screaming Frog? Uh, I suppose the best way is uh, Screaming Frog's Twitter account, just at Screaming Frog. My Twitter account is at Oliver Brett. And uh, I'll actually be doing this talk again in Search Leads in June, if uh, anyone's about. Um, do come say hi to me at the bar. <laughs> Fantastic. So thanks for listening, everyone. And the show notes will be in the usual place, which is, of course, sitevisibility.co.uk slash podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review. That would be great. Uh, questions and suggestions, the email is podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk. You can tweet at sitevisibility. Uh, we have a site visibility group on LinkedIn. Well, that's all from me, Andy. And it's all from Oliver. Bye. Thanks, Oliver. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary 
not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.